joining us on Open the Word with Circle of Friends. I'm Missy. And I'm Beth. And Lisa. And we are really thrilled. We are. <laughs> we are. We, we, we say that all the time, but we really mean it. <laughs> <laughs> we are at the table and it's when it's, you know, two is good. Three is awesome, and we are really enjoying our time with Lisa here at the table. And listeners, we hope that you are enjoying your time here at the table with us. We wish that you were here to respond and to ask questions, and you can do that. If you go to our Facebook page, um, you look for Missy, fill in the blanks there. Oh, it's Open the Word. Uh, our Facebook page is that, but you can also, I was thinking of our email. Mm-hmm. So, so just fire off your questions there and, uh, we will, we would love to, to read those questions and answer them in, um, in time here on the podcast. And if you are in the area and can join us, let us know. We'd love to do that too. But Lisa, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Lisa has been in my world for a few years and you know there was that whole covid thing where we didn't see each other quite as often but but here we are again at the table i'm so glad you reached out a few weeks ago and i think it brought you to a place you didn't know you were coming and that was the podcast table i had no idea where it's coming i just knew over like the last few years like you have no idea how many times your name has come up in conversations with other people Mm -hmm. just i don't know if most people maybe know you out there, but I think you're one of those people like every time like I'm with you, there's an impact. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just one of those ones. It's so genuine, so I, it's it's hard to even describe, but um it just so many times I'm like, Well, there's this lady who spoke <laughs> into me and just I mean, I can have a ten minute conversation with you and I have twenty pages of notes. <laughs> so it's like, wait, this is good stuff. I gotta write this down. So um Pleasure is all mine being here. Oh, so my. Well, you are very kind, and, and I don't didn't know if you know me well enough to know that I really struggle when I hear stuff like that because I'm, I'm like, Lord, is it true? I mean, that's who I want to be, but is that who I am? And and I just I just want to honor him in conversations and relationships and and um, like I've said many times, what I have is the truth of God's word and the privilege of prayer, and He has taken. Um, he's taken those things and he's used them to grow many relationships in my life. So thank you. And if ever the day comes when I'm talking to you and you're like, who is this woman and what is she saying? That does not sound like Beth Beachy. I give you permission to say to me, what's going on, Beth? Something, something doesn't sound right. That's Missy knows that's been the cry of my heart for years. Instead of don't judge me, I say to those whose hearts I trust, judge me. And if you hear me, or see me doing or saying something that does not um, line up with what you know I want my life to line up with, then I, I trust that you will come to me and tell me. So uh, thank you. Thank you for those, those so blessings welcome. and <laughs> words. Oh, my. Well, that's not where I was going with all of this. So, so this is what I want to um, ask of you, Miss Lisa. Yes. I know you to be a student of the word. You are one who... Who, who wants to know, you have a hungry, teachable heart, and I love that. So where does God have you in his word right now? What are you studying? At the moment, I'm actually studying a few different things, but where I've landed more recently, um, I, mean, I have a couple of Bible studies, and you know, one of them we're studying First Peter, another one we're doing Second Corinthians. 
Um, but a couple weeks ago, I just like, I thought I just need to go to God, like, not for this Bible study, not for this mm-hmm. reason, not for that reason. I just, I just needed to go to him and see where he took me mm-hmm. and he took me to Ruth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I landed there and, um, it's one of my favorite books of the Bible. That's a fun um, one because Ruth says, whither thou goest, I will go. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So, um, and Ruth's just one of those ones and, um, and like she mentioned, just like that hunger to learn and understand God's word. And, you know, I'd read Ruth so many times in the past. Um, and there was always like nuggets you can take out of it. But it wasn't until like I really started seeking God and started really understanding what's going on with the book of Ruth. Mm-hmm. And it's just, um, I don't know, I just love it. And it always like fills my heart. It makes it just, I don't know, it's just my favorite. Who doesn't love a good love story right? yes especially, <laughs> especially when that's, that's our story yes like that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing i never got that out of it you know when you're just reading it you just there's a lot of good things within it but when your eyes are opened and you start seeing mm. oh wait a minute this is my story jesus is my boaz he's my redeemer mm-hmm. like it takes on a whole new thing mm-hmm. so well i'm looking at your bible and i see a lot of highlights and some words written in the margins so uh Tell us, will you share that with us? Sure. (laughs) I'm definitely one for writing. I'm not good at like remembering everything. So I'm good when I write. So Mm -hmm. I typically do write in my Bible. I know some people don't like to write in their Bible, but I I do. I write in here. So it's all good. Yeah, I do some writing too. (laughs) So um, I'm going to start like at the beginning Mm -hmm. in verse one, which is I was actually went back to this one this morning and learning about verse one when it talks about in the days when the judges were ruled there was a famine in the land and going back that times like when when was this in time that Ruth was there and it was in a very difficult time Mm -hmm. and there was no king in that land Mm -hmm. and then coming into the next part of it it says so a man from Bethlehem and Judah together with his wife and two sons went to live for a while in the country of Moab. And I probably spent probably an hour just on this one verse, um, just kind of digging into that. And obviously Bethlehem is also where Jesus Mm -hmm. was born. And they left and went to Moab, which if you read Deuteronomy 23.3, no Moabite might enter the assembly of the U.S. So they are cursed race. So they're living in the land, the promised land, and they're experiencing famine. And instead of trusting God, they chose to leave and go outside of the promised land. Mm -hmm. So they're acting like they know better than, oh, God's just not making this work. I'm going to leave and I'm going to go here. And unfortunately, like when you read the rest of it, he did not make it back. Mm -hmm. Um, Only his wife and the daughter-in-law did come back to the promised land, but... um, just sitting on that for a while and just, you know, thinking to myself, where are there places where I don't trust God? Like, even though things might be hard, like if you look at the world around us right now, there's a lot that's not easy. It's hard. It's frustrating. You know, am I going to not trust him and just try to go off on my own and try to do things on my own? And then I know we talked in a previous podcast about that slippery slope Mm -hmm. too, because he also says in here, for a while, mm-hmm. which implies that I'm not, I'm not planning to go there forever. 
I'm just, you know, I'm not liking how things are going here now. I'm not trusting God. So I'm going to go over here for a bit and try this on my own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then obviously he succumbs to that because he does not ever come back. So, um, and just trying to figure out how to apply that into my life. You know, I can't take that chance of, okay, well, I can mingle in this for a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I know enough that I'm not going to get wrapped up in that. And then there's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm stuck in something I never intended to be in and um, just trying to apply that to me. Well, and not only did he not go back, his sons. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, it, it matters to the generations. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. keep going. Take okay, us, let take me us see where else. This. Um, and obviously when they left there, um, after they left, and then, as you just mentioned, like, Naomi, his wife, mm-hmm. and only the two daughter-in-laws. So both the sons pass away, the husband mm-hmm. passes away, and so now there's the two daughter-in-laws. Mm-hmm. And that is where, you know, Naomi comes to the point where, you know, we, I, we can't stay here. We need to go back. Mm-hmm. So she's being drawn back to the promised land. Well, wait a minute. I know I need to go where God is going. Mm-hmm. And so now she's going back. Mm-hmm. And... Ruth actually decides to go with her back. Um, and there is, let's see, the famous verse in here. Um, but Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will go. Where th- your people will go, and your God may be my God. And that right there, she's declaring mm-hmm. her faith in Christ at this point, that she's like, your God will be my God. And she is a Moabite. She is not a Christ follower. She is not um, the people of Israel. She's an outsider. Mm -hmm. And so she is saying, your God's going to be my God too, which is a huge thing at this point in time. Mm -hmm. So cool. It's beautiful. Any other comments? (laughs) Oh, I'm just (laughs) loving it. No, we're right with you. You know, you know, so, so this delights me for so many reasons, but, but maybe the biggest reason is that I know that you consider yourself pretty new to this. Yes, very new. Yeah, and and so this this tells me that um, yeah, it's it's doable. <laughs> these these the word of God is is not something that oh if I didn't learn it from a child up I just there's no way I can't no, you start where you're at, and you allow Him to reveal his heart for you in those words. It doesn't have to be your parents or your grandparents. It's phenomenal if you are raised in a, a heritage of faith. It's, it is a, a blessing, a privilege. However, um, like Ruth, you can choose today that your God will be my God, and you mm-hmm. can jump in and learn and grow and so keep going there, my dear. And that's that's another thing. So like with that too, not being raised in that. And I know you and I've had conversations in the past about that because once I started like really diving into His Word, then I'm like, then I'm like, oh, I want what she has. Like there, I know there's comparison again, but it's I want to know all that. I want to know more. And so I remember asking you one time. I'm like, well, Beth, how do I get to that point? Like how? Because there's so much. Like you just want to know it all. And your response to me was like. Lisa, it's the journey. It's the journey. It's a lifelong journey, and mm-hmm. you don't want to miss the journey. It's mm-hmm. all the 
um, the suffering, the heartaches, the hard moments, the difficulties in between. And that's where you really start getting a lot of that into your heart. Mm-hmm. So it just had to say, okay, Lisa, you just need to start wherever you're, you are in this journey and I can do this and just, I learn more. And if it, it, and sometimes I'm slow, like it, it's very slow process sometimes, but I'm getting it. Yeah. So, mm. and sometimes I don't even realize how much I'm getting until somebody will ask me something. I'm like, did I just answer that? <laughs> like, where did that come from? <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. It came from a hungry, teachable <laughs> heart. Who so, is, yeah. Who's, who is um, embracing the disciplines that seemed, un, un, I can't do this. I've never had, no. Instead, just step by step, word mm-hmm. by word, you're doing. And as life hands you uh, what life tends to hand us, the good, the bad, uh, you turn back to the word of God and you say, okay, now, how do I proceed with this? How do I continue to keep my eyes on you and journey through this? So, yeah, I love it. This and I think it's also good delightful. because I, another thing I went through was thinking, okay, well, how can I speak into other people? You know, because like when God started calling, like through his words, I speak and all that. And I'm like, well, I don't know the Bible. What if they ask me a question? And I don't know the answer to that question. And how am I going to do this? And I would get really nervous, even like doing like the abundance groups, because you, you are doing Bible study in there. I'm not teaching them the Bible, just how to study the Bible. So, mm-hmm. and then it's a process. It's a journey, just, just like we discussed. But I think what I have found is it is that just being a couple steps ahead, like I am still like, oh my gosh, no, I don't know it all. And I think that gives them a little bit of hope that like, mm. you know what? Okay. If she's only here and it's only been this short amount of time, like I can mm-hmm. get there too, mm-hmm. or we're going to get there together. Cause I'll sit in the Bible studies and if somebody asks a question, I'm like, I don't know, but let's look that up. Let's try mm-hmm. to figure that out. Or I'll ask somebody that's wiser than me and we'll get back together. So you're still learning through all of it. We're just learning together. And I'm maybe just a couple very small steps ahead of where they're at. So. It's permission by watching you. It, it, it's, it's like, Oh, I don't have to know all this in order to do this. Well, thank you, Jesus, so. that we don't. Yeah. <laughs> not like oh, I, I mean, agree. It'd be, it's not as hard as what people think it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, kind of a block or two for people they just think oh my gosh this is so hard I can't ever do this and if you google and look at all these other things and you see there's 95 different ways to study a bible there's 55 different color codings for what you're going to highlight like all of that becomes more overwhelming Mm -hmm. and like the bible is just designed for like the ordinary man to be Mm -hmm. able to sit down and read it and seek him and we put all these extra things on top of it that just complicate it for people we put all the extra things and then we never do it we never read it, and yeah. you just simply have to read. You get to read. Mm-hmm. We have the Word of God in our hands. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hello? <laughs> um, anyway, it's just the doing it. I think yes. a lot of people are just looking for someone to walk beside them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not even like somebody else had the answer, but... If I know you're on the journey and I'm on, there's, there's something comforting about that. Um, and, and honestly, if in my seeking, if I found somebody who thought they knew all the answers, that's not the person I really want to be walking beside. I'd much rather walk beside someone who is willing to say, I don't know, let's, let's figure Mm -hmm. that out. Or Mm -hmm. who can we ask? You know, because Mm -hmm. it's much more real and honest because none of us have all the answers. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't care how long you're in the word of God, you know, 
I, I said this before, I'll say it probably a thousand times before I die. We're all going to get to heaven, and you know what I'm going to find? That I was 99.9% wrong. wrong. <laughs> and uh, I'm really sure I'm 100% right on a uh, lot of things, right? Our friend Libby right? says the first thing she wants to ask God is, was I anywhere close? <laughs> and, you know, she's that. she's that person in my life that I was always like, Oh, I gotta ask Libby. <laughs> Libby will know. Libby yeah, and Libby and my sister—they were my go-tos. And then God finally said, "You know what? Why don't, why don't you ask me? Why don't you read my word mm. and and uh, let me tell you?" And anyway, keep going, my dear. Lead okay. us through, Ruth. Okay. So, let's see what else I've got in here. I love this. I, I wish we. There are sometimes I wish we were video. Not often, but sometimes I do. <laughs> I wish we could. I wish you could see, listener, what Lisa's uh, Bible looks like. It it's fabulous. Yes, it is, it is. highlighted and marked and right written. And you you look at that and you know this lady has not just read this book but really dug in, right? I look at it and I say, um, this lady is an artist. <laughs> even her notes are beautiful. Mine are are like, oh, um, oh okay. Hers like, are beautiful. Like, I wrote a note, but I can't quite read what it said. What does that say? I don't know what that is. And they're, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I do wish we had a video. Or maybe we need to take a picture of Lisa's mm. Bible and post it on. We should. Yes. We should. Do, we'll do that. We will do that today. <laughs> and actually, it is quite simple because I, I have to tell people that when I'm sitting in a room with people and they're like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, no, the colors don't mean anything. All they mean is if I highlight this verse, it matches my notes and those two colors matches. There's no oh, this is a promise, or this is this. And I know a lot of people do that, but for me, I had to keep it simple that I just knew what it meant. Mm-hmm. If I had to mm-hmm. track all these things, then it was making it complicated. Mm-hmm. And then I usually, if you see my notes on the side, which you guys can see. I can see. If it's written bolder, that is a key word that stood out to me. So then I'm like, okay. And so I think the year I went through the Bible, I like, went through it from front to back. The word that probably I wrote down the most was remember. Like, I cannot believe how many times the word remember was all throughout scripture. And I thought, this is pretty important. Like, he wants us to remember. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just one other way of kind of just keeping those key things in front of me. So it's not that difficult. (laughs) So it's beautiful. (laughs) Okay, keep going. So what else do I have on here? Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, I have the, well, I think the biggest thing is relating, like, Ruth because I have a bunch of notes I could go through, but I think the overall thing just really is relating that Ruth's story is our story. Mm -hmm. And when you look at Ruth, she's a foreigner in a foreign land, and we're a foreigner in this land. Like, this is not our home. This is not where we're meant to be. And then you look at um, Boaz, like, as her kingsman redeemer, like, he stepped in to redeem her. Jesus steps in as the ultimate redeemer and redeems Mm -hmm us so when you start looking at all the different parallels between the two then you can see that overall picture of that being our story of redemption Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's the most beautiful part of it Mm -hmm. to me um and then also digging in it too and i saw this in a different book that i looked up but it also showed the parallelism between a proverbs 31 woman and ruth and if you do look up, like the only time anyone's called a virtuous woman is actually Ruth. Mm-hmm. So when you look, and if you look at Ruth, and Ruth is the bride of Christ, 
and you look at Proverbs 31 through that lens and not just a woman, which you can look at it as a woman, but if you look at it as the bride of Christ, that's his instructions to us of what he's expecting from us, which was also a very beautiful picture to kind of go through all of those comparisons as well. well and the beauty of Ruth is, um, you know, she wasn't the, the princess in the castle. Nope. She was just going about life, doing what she had to do, mm-hmm. but doing it in a way that honored those around her. And really, is, isn't that us? Yes. Doing what we have to do, what is ours to do. But as Paul says in Romans 12, giving thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. So, yes. Yes, keep going, my dear. And also, too, <laughs> along with that line, too, with like the virtuous woman stuff, also it says in it's Ruth 3, 11, when Boaz tells her, all the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble character. Mm-hmm. Like whatever she was doing, based like what you were just saying, yeah. they recognize that in her. Mm-hmm. Like, And she's a foreigner. Keep that in mind. Like they don't necessarily want her here. And not just but a foreigner. But they're seeing that character Moabite, there was some, yeah. yes. dis, you know, yes. disdain. Disdain there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there he's saying, look, they're noticing what you're doing as an outsider. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing her through that viewpoint. So um, she's just doing all those things that she's called to do. And then people notice, and then they see that, which is obviously we have that same opportunity to mm-hmm. do the things that we're called to do, and people will notice that. I mean, she wasn't running around the town saying, I'm doing all this and mm-hmm. creating a Facebook page. and She <laughs> didn't post it on Instagram? She, I don't know. She probably had no likes. She, I don't know. She just And she had no t- TikTok she, and no no, no no Twitter. and no. T- oh. Oh, she just How walked in the it world? out. Just <laughs> walked it out. You know, the thing that always strikes me about Ruth is that she – is really totally focused on loving her mother-in-law, which kind of makes me smile because even in the best of circumstances, we don't always, I mean, mother, mother-in-law mother jokes aside, we don't always focus on, I mean, that's got to be a hard thing, right? Even in the best of circumstances, sometimes loving the people closest to you is hard. And in the midst of all that, she's lost her husband, she's lost her home. You know, they, they're going back to a land that faced famine, so they're going back to the unknown. Like, what's there? I mean, even Ruth doesn't know except that she has relatives there that she's going to depend on. But she doesn't really know what's happened in the time since they left. Um, but Ruth just keeps doing her thing, keeps mm-hmm. taking care of Naomi, keeps loving her well, keeps listening to her, taking her advice. It's sort of like this step-by-step journey for her. But she's not doing anything extraordinary, right. you know, but God is doing something extraordinary. She's being faithful in the small things. Yes, yes. And when you compare it to being like our story, it, that is really, truly a thrilling thing when you think about it. Because Ruth was just Ruth. We already mm-hmm. said that she wasn't extraordinary, except in the way I think that she handled things. But if we begin to think, you know, she could have thought, I'm a Moabite. Nobody's going to like me. I'm I'm not, yeah, I'm not worth this. I'm, how could God love? She doesn't do any of those mm-hmm. things. Um, and that's our story. Here we are. God chose us. You know, she, she presented herself to Boaz and Boaz chose to love her. She, she chose to love Naomi. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of good choices going on there, right? And um, when God chooses us and we take those step by step by step, think about where Ruth the Moabite ended up. 
in the genealogy of David, mm-hmm. in the genealogy of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, isn't it? Right? Mm-hmm. An ordinary girl, an ordinary woman who was widowed early, obviously, um, and God uses her in a way that's just unbelievable. And we're still talking about it thousands of years later. It's crazy. It's beautiful. It's crazy good. It's yes. what it is. <laughs> it's it's an only God moment, you know. Um, again, faithful, faithful in the little daily steps, not thinking of herself more highly than she ought, but just to continue to love well and to live out the call on her life, not knowing. She didn't know what was going to happen. It wasn't like um, someone had spoken a word over her that you're going to do this, 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 and this, and then this is going to happen. Ta-da! No. She was just doing the right thing. And I think that is also a very good picture, like, of us, like, our cost for following Christ. Like, we know there's going to be a cost. We don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to leave my parents, leave my family, and I'm going to follow him. And there is a cost. And we don't always know exactly what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same, like, when you show her as a picture of us is – you know what, I'm going to leave, I'm going to go to this land, I have no clue what's going to happen, we don't know if we have a place to stay, we don't know if we're going to have food, I don't know what we're going to do, but I'm going to follow your God. Mm-hmm. And whatever that cost is, I know it's worth it, because in the end, obviously, there's redemption. Mm-hmm. So mm. I think that's a good picture. And I'm also, like, along with that too, I think like for her to do that, like I guess I feel maybe, and it's not necessarily written in the scripture, but like Naomi had to show her something i think you know what i mean over the years like i don't know what that time period is that they're together but she had to i think maybe have seen her talk about it or just well she had to live it live it it out out, right she Mm -hmm. saw that and thought you know and sometimes too like as a new christian i remember like when i first met like a new christian and i had no clue why didn't meet the new christian i was not a christian and i'm like i don't even know what they have but I want that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that could be the same thing with Naomi. Whatever she's doing, Ruth is like, you know, I don't know what that is, but I want that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to make that sacrifice and that cost to leave my family behind, not knowing what's going to happen when we get there, but I'm trusting in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and you said earlier, Lisa, how Elimelech, and, and as the head of the family, Naomi's husband chose to leave the promised land to go to Moab, which was... not a good place for them to go and yet you know there's food there so he takes his family there and the consequences you know his sons die but Naomi had to have some faithfulness through all that time number Mm -hmm. one it doesn't sound like she's the one and culturally she wouldn't have been able to want to make that decision to go Mm -hmm. she would have followed her husband there and in the time that she lived there and the time that she her sons married and she had daughters-in-law she lived in such a way Actually, both her daughters-in-law wanted to go with her. Mm-hmm. So what kind of love is that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me think, oh, if something happened, would my daughter, would my daughter-in-laws, you know, choose to come with me on a far journey? And, you know, would, have I shown them that kind of love and that kind of loyalty and that kind of living out my faith? Mm-hmm. Because I believe that's what Naomi was doing that whole time. That's, that's what caused the love for Ruth to express to her, the loyalty and for her to say, I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Where you're going, I'm going. Your God's my God. I'm choosing you because of what she had seen in her life. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's the way I want to live. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, what I'm hearing you say is while Ruth was faithful in the small things, she had an example mm. of one who was faithful in the small things. Yeah. And she was, she was uh, walking maybe in those footsteps, which is such a reminder to me how important it is for us who maybe are leading people we don't even know are watching. Mm. And we have to continue to be faithful. You know, I just turned in my Bible again to Hebrews 12, 11, because rather than referencing it, I, I want to read it. We're going to go is, there. It is highlighted, and, and <laughs> I do have um, notes in the margin, but it's it's not nearly as pretty as Lisa's. But maybe someday I'll give her one of my Bibles and say, here. <laughs> <laughs> Or or I could do the hard way and learn (laughs) from her how to write like that. Or I'll place my hands over your Bible and try to learn through osmosis or something. (laughs) Sleep with it under your pillow. That's right. Maybe I'll be more like Beth. I just love how we we are all so different, but we are brought together because we have the common heart of a, a love of God and a desire to know him through his word. So Hebrews 12.11 says, For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who've been trained by it. And it's that training, it's the testing that leads to the training, that leads to the daily faithfulness in the small things. And we do it not because we know what the harvest is going to look like, but because we know there will be a harvest, because what we do for Jesus Christ is not in vain. The, the reward that we know immediately is salvation, and really that should be enough. However, there's so much more. It's a life in Christ. From the moment we receive him as Lord and Savior, we are living life in his power, in his strength, in his kingdom, in in all that he has for us. And so being faithful in those small things, even when they are hard, they are disciplines that are not pleasant, just remember there will be a harvest. And so let's not give up. Open the word. Find all that God has for you in his word. Know him. Be still before him. And give him that time in your life to speak to your heart, to show you the small steps that he has for you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to openthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse, to transitional design. Then, meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew 
at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.